with Ryan Reese from Southern California. This is Live with Ryan Reese. Call now, 1-888-564-6173. Or post your questions using the hashtag LiveRyanReese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. We got another great show this Saturday night. I got one of my good friends, Josh Harmony, back in studio. Aloha. How long has it been since you've been in studio? Um, Probably four years, maybe. Five? Dude, that's crazy. I know. Time flies. It, it seems does. like it was seriously was just last year when we were posted up there. Yeah. But then you moved and stuff. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Well, man, it's uh, I'm stoked to have you back, dude. Thanks, uh, bud. Got a lot of skaters uh, listening to the show. I was just at Etney's skate park yesterday, Rad. talking to some uh, some young kids that were that were Christians, and I was like, yeah, man, I'm gonna check out the show. I have Josh Harmony on the, on the show, Sick. Lance Mountain, different guys, Brian yeah. Sumner. Yeah, yeah. Um, just a good way, just to to speak into their lives because obviously you know with the, the music and skate culture just like the whole like subculture um where the where the current of the world and life is where kind of where we reside mm-hmm. um it's crazy out there yeah you know you got all this uh new age stuff coming in yep. you have uh you know the occult and it, it comes in a like a, a light format with like wicca it's, mm-hmm. it's huge I, I can't tell you how many Girls I know that are into Wicca, it's like white magic, they wor- worship the earth, but we know it's all uh, right. uh, demonic. Then you have all the different uh, religions um, just infiltrating, and then you have social media right. and movies and everything just <laughs> infiltrating the minds, and I believe that we as adults and as youth are beginning uh, brainwashed and um, learning from what's not even real. And I love having you in on the show because you're very in touch with culture. You are a uh, pro skater. Um, you're a musician. You're an artist. I mean, what what else are you doing? <laughs> Did you write a book yet? <laughs> I'd love to write a book one day. But I don't know if I – I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Hey, who knows? But, yeah, that's pretty much it. Those three things, right? Yes. So far? Skating and music and art has kind of been my main focus. I also surf a lot, but that's surf, just that's more right. for me. <laughs> I yeah. mean, but I that's, like, one of my favorite things in the world. It kind of checks all the boxes of, yep. you know what I mean? It's like a it's a spiritual experience for me, at least on a good day. Yeah, yeah. No, dude, there's nothing like being out there in the in the water. We've surfed a couple times together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Church. Just, just being out there, dude, in, in yeah. nature and the elements of the sun, the water and all that. It's just uh, – there's nothing like that. Yeah, it's crazy though, because when you kind of have a bad attitude and you get out there, it like can turn into the worst experience too. It, it can, especially <laughs> if you, people keep snaking your waves. Yeah. Or you uh, can't catch. Or me. you have a time limit. Uh, yeah. Like if you don't have to be anywhere later, you're like, you're like, I don't even care. Go ahead. Yeah. But when you've got to be somewhere in like an hour and you you've made it up in your head that you need at least like five waves before you leave, like that's when you get in trouble. That's the, that's the one thing I don't like about surfing. I know. Is the the whole process. Mm-hmm. You have to make sure that the wind's right right you got to make sure that the, the there's a swell right and then you got the water temperature right and then the amount of people yeah. that are out there and then with the swell it depends how many waves are coming in right per or minute how consistent or hour yeah how totally. consistent it is right those are the things that bum me out so it can either be a blessing or <laughs> a cursing oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, you just got to keep the expectations low and remember that you're seeing dolphins maybe and like pelicans going by. It's like, it's amazing when your head's in the right place. It's seriously. Yeah. But you know what I really do like is that new like Kelly Slater wave oh, park. Oh, the wave. Yeah, I've never done any of that stuff yet, but I, I look forward to getting in one do, of those. Do you know Brian Jennings? Yeah. 
dude, he's doing a trip to like the Texas Way Pool. Oh, no way. Yeah, soon. It's like coming up. Wow. You need to connect with him. All right. I mean, I'm ro- I'm like recovering from a rotator cuff right now, which oh, I'm, I'm, I'm I just started skating again. Uh-huh. I, dude, I, I tore my meniscus, I hurt my back, and then I, I hurt, tore my rotator cuff all in th- like three or four years. From skating? Uh, two two of them for skating, and then the rotator cuff was from just moving boxes. Just being old dad, old guy, old dad style. Exactly. <laughs> Horrible. But now I just started skating again, and now I'm like in the process of trying to surf again. But dude, I want to go to those wave pools. Yeah, dude, it looks so fun. That looks insane. So yeah, we'll, we'll connect. But I, I hope those things just manufacture or just produce all across the United. Yeah, I don't see. I don't see why they wouldn't. Why that's not? like there's like a there's a different there's different types of ones. There's one that's called like uh, I don't know surf lakes or something. It's like a plunger that goes. I've seen poof, that. Poof. It's in Australia. Yeah, they're yeah. from Australia. But then they have like the the bottom of the ground underneath. Yeah. Like they they put it at different heights and different like slopes so that the waves break differently. Oh, that's sick. So you can have like potentially different types of waves breaking all around Dude, that. That is dope. Yeah. That is dope. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, so depending f- on the depth of the, the sand or whatever surface texture, right. So they could have like a log one or like a barrel one. Or, Dude. It, yeah. Dude, it's going down. Yeah. Our kids are going to see some amazing. It is. We should be investing in those companies because yeah. they're probably <laughs> crazy they're, they are they, they will do dude all the you know all these people from the midwest and just central oh, yeah. of canada central oh, states yeah. like in indoor play where they have like huge like mall of america that's like, what i'm saying open till it, two yeah. in the morning or whatever people oh, go yeah. i mean there's the late night guys go session waves at like 12 at night or whatever right it, it can go crazy anyway that's a whole nother conversation <laughs> kelly slater where you at Let's yeah get on the show <laughs> well dude i wanted to bring you back um I wanted to bring you back because you recently you went through this uh, just crazy uh, new journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> you, uh, let's. How do I? Uh, how would I say this? So you were on fire for God. You were abiding in Christ. You were doing your thing, and then there was a turn of events that happened where you decided to move um, back east. Mm-hmm. Let's let's talk about that. Um, well, I got. One of my sponsors couldn't pay me anymore, mm-hmm. and so I was like chopping my head off, and like with health insurance, and like I was our house, like I couldn't afford it anymore. So I kind of got put in this position where I was getting squeezed with no way out. Yeah, and I should like in hindsight, I probably should have just waited on the Lord a little longer than I did. But simultaneously, as I lost that income, I got a job in marketing um, in Minneapolis. And so I was looking at it as sort of like a, you know, as an education and Uh, getting uh, like a, (laughs) you know, getting my foot in the door and like in like a proper, like a proper job, like give that life a try, which I like, Mm -hmm. but just not in the context, context of like really long winters and stuff like it was, you know? Well, this is, this is the thing that a lot of people don't understand too, with, with pro you know, skaters or athletes or, you know, whatever you're in or, or musicians mm-hmm. that are, that are doing a bunch of, you know, that are blown up. And then all of a sudden there comes a day when maybe albums aren't selling or, sure. or you, you get old. Oh, dude, everything that I feel like I've been drawn to, like, doesn't pay money. It yeah. only does. It has like a, it has a time limit on it yep. as far as like the marketing worth of yep. it. You know what I mean? So you've got to, like once you take the transition out of that, you have to really look at what you have to offer 
to make ends meet for your family Absolutely. or for, you know what I mean? Yep. To, to keep on top of things. So like so this is pretty- my, my motive is like, my motive was right. You yeah. know what I mean? Like looking out for my family and like doing, you know what I mean? Like I would, I'd do anything for my family. You know what I mean? I just didn't, I just kind of put making ends meet for my family in front of God and like God let me do that mm-hmm. and let me get confused until I realized, until he showed me, mm-hmm. you know, that I was really putting my efforts first in front of him, which is like the classic thing. It's like, I've been raised in the church. Like I know better than that, Yeah. but wait until it happens to you. You know what I mean? Dude, <laughs> I was just you know going to say, mean? this is so, so common. It's so gnarly because yeah. there's no, it's kind of like when you have kids too, like mm-hmm. people tell you all the time, like, do watch it. When you have kids, it's so hard. And you're like, how hard can it be really? Yeah. You know what I mean? But then you have kids of your own and then it's like all of a sudden your wife and I, you're, you aren't going on dates with your wife as much. And then you're changing poopy diapers. You're cleaning up barf off the ground and all this stuff. And it's like, it hits you in the face and you're like, holy crap. Like I've got a lot of responsibility. Yep. You know what I mean? And, and there's nothing in the world that can prepare you for when the rubber meets the road and your like life decisions like hit you in the face, whether that's like doing the right thing and being a family man or like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Any direction you take, like the responsibilities come, you know? Yep. No, this is a, I, I think this is story is so, so relatable because um, you're praying to God, you're losing income, you have a house, you have your car, you have your food for your wife, you got diapers, you have all these bills mm-hmm. and you're like, you have to make that decision. Like paychecks mm-hmm. just cut, right? Right. And now you're like, what am I going to do? And this, this door that opens this like cut co- in co- a month, like boom, like yeah. gone. Like, yeah. yeah. And, but then this door opens, which could be very confusing because you could right. think, well, God, yeah. maybe you're opening this door for me. Yeah. Like the timing was crazy. Yeah. It was, it, yeah. Perfect. But it, was, it, in a way it was kind of like, it felt, it felt like it was of the Lord yeah. in a way. But did you, did you have peace at all or like, you, you I don't thought, know what I had. Yeah. I thought, I think I was too, like, I think I was so having a hard time with, keeping up with the bills and up with the like and other people that don't know my story like I have arthritis in my hips so I have like a fake I have a metal cap on my right hip and then I've had stem cell injections on my left I've had a knee surgery so like going through those things and and raising a family and you know dealing with injuries like on tour and like managing pain and like all that stuff is so exhausting like people don't understand like it's how demanding it actually is like it is it is the greatest job if you can get it you know what i mean like don't get me wrong it's amazing to be able to like sleep in as long as you want or like make your schedule any way that you want it but when the when the rubber meets the road and you have to perform like it's on like you if you go on a tour and like thrasher's paying for photographers to come and all this stuff is on you to make to make the trip worthwhile Mm -hmm. you better get up and bat you know what I mean? And when you're, when you're blown out and you're hurting, like it's, it's gnarly and not, and it's, it's crazy because there's no handbook. And then all you see on, on Instagram and stuff is how like, you know, Jake Phelps is let's go to the end and we're, you know, like Mm. as long as we're skating, like, it's like, you know, like that's all there is like hell ride. Mm -hmm. And like, I love and respect those guys so much. Like, Mm -hmm. don't get me wrong. I'm not hating, but it's like, that's not, life-giving to people that are like going to the doctor and the doctor's like 
you're going to be in a wheelchair for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he- hearing those kind of things and like trying to balance like, okay, like how much is this worth? How yeah. much is this lifestyle worth? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because there's a price tag on it every time. Yep. And, and we don't normally see what it's going to take. Just like we were talking about how you can't, like when you, when you decide to have a kid or a kid happens to you because uh-huh. you made, you know, you, you did the deed. Now you yeah. got to do the time. <laughs> Like it's the hear that boys over there? the re when it comes when it comes in when the responsibility comes in it's hardcore and there's nothing that can prepare yeah. you you don't know it's like you can't you gotta cross the bridge when you get there sometime. I want to I want to point the listeners to uh, go to our app and watch the first show that Josh did and he goes more in detail of all that because that's a very gnarly story of all the stuff that you've been through you already see you already went through some very dark times in your life with your your hip and your knee and all that stuff and all the replacement. And that actually produced some pretty music. banging music, worship music and albums that are all on Spotify, I'm sure, and Apple, yeah. Josh yeah. Harmony Music. You could check it all out. Really good stuff. That Thanks. produced amazing albums. But now here you are. You're, <laughs> you're running into another storm. Yeah. Paychecks cut. Job opens up. You're like, okay, I can get my education. I can work <laughs> and and uh, work in a, some kind of a corporate world because mm-hmm. I got you. Got to pay ends. Yeah, totally relatable right. and understandable. Right. So what happened? Where was it? It was in Minneapolis. Okay. Yeah, and I I did that job for like almost two years, like a year and a half, two years, and I just noticed that I just wasn't I wasn't feeling right. You know, like it was really hard. Like every you know, they say the stressors, major stressors in life are like the, you know, getting married and having a kid, mm. uh, changing house, location, right. like uh, a new career, all these things. I had like all these things happening to me simultaneously. Yeah. And then at the same time too, all the stuff that I had of like, okay, my identity is like, cause I got sponsored for skating when I was in high school. Identity crisis. So my identity was in, as a skater and who I was, obviously my identity was in Christ yeah. and I know who I am in yeah. Christ, but like, I still am a human. I can't, yeah. I don't just walk around all day. Like, you know what I mean? Like you have to work, like you have to do life. And so it's like, sometimes those, those real things and they're all connected to the spiritual, but sometimes yeah. those things catch up and like, it's real, you know, like bills got to get paid and like, and yeah. so, they, you know, it was tempting because it's like, okay, well, we can have a house there for so much cheaper. And, and it was nice. We had a nice house. We, had a, we were super set up, but I just was depressed. You know, yeah. like I just, I was, I remember just after a while, I just thought like, man, I'd rather live, by, live in a shack by the beach and try to figure it out like some other way, like mm-hmm. than have all this. Like, this is like, it's like the responsibility and all the like, you know what I mean? I like kind of bit into the apple of the American dream, so to speak. And like, it was kind of, it kind of didn't taste so good after a while, or it didn't feel good after I ate it because it was like, those aren't the things that God made me to be. So I'm trying to, right now you're talking to a person that's in a you're season a, where you're fitting a, you're trying to fit a round ball in a square peg, right? A square peg in a round hole or yeah. whatever. Yeah. It's like not, it's like, it doesn't it fit. Doesn't fit you, yeah. And so now that I've had that experience, you're talking to a guy that's like, coming out of the other end of that, which cost me a lot. Like we sold our place, like we're renting a place in Costa Mesa, just a tiny yeah. place. And I've never been happier. Like I have so much hope and I, I trust in the Lord with my finances right now and like everything I'm putting my hand to. But 
you're talking to somebody that's that's figuring out how to fit the puzzle piece into who I am as you know, a person who's from California and loves California and is trying to make it work. And it's like, that takes sacrifice too. But the, the being around the skating industry yeah. and being around surfing and things are so essential to me that like, it's like, I'm willing to make sacrifices for yeah. that. You yeah. Know? yeah. Because now I know like what I was missing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, one, dude, one, <laughs> one, I understand exactly what you're talking about. So when you move there, you're in this element and what happened with the creative juices? Were they flowing? Were you were you still able to produce art and stuff like that, music, oh, or was it just kind of a that stuff was maybe minimal, and you were just kind of that stuff? Became, what would you get into? Because I mean, I remember you were talking about like the hard winners. You yeah, know, you start reading a lot. Like, what was the whole mentality? Because here you are, you're going uh, as a believer, but then there was like a shift. What were those things? What were the things that kind of like that started kind of just pulling you away because I think this is important a lot of people um, could be walking with God but then there's a, a turn of events that could happen in their life it right. could be anything right. and then there's a slow like pulling away that the enemy likes to do right what what were what was that process well I mean I first off like I'm a firm believer in like he who began a good work in you is faithful to complete it until yep. the day of Christ Jesus it's not to say that our decisions don't make a difference they do it's just like, what does eternity look like at the end of it once you get there, right? Like, because that's the part that we play in this thing after we get saved, you know? It's like what we build on that foundation, whether it's wood, hair, straw, or if it's a better material. Um, I was always raised, and it's proven true in my life, as my dad always taught me, you need these three things to make the table of your faith stand properly, otherwise it'll get rattly. You need prayer. You need time in the word and you need fellowship with other believers. Mm -hmm. And when I moved out there, I really, the fellowship with other believers took such a hit that like the prayer started taking a hit and then like the taking the Bible seriously kind of takes a hit too. Um, it's not to say that it can't exist without those things. It's just like when you have a lack of those things in your life, then you make yourself more vulnerable for attack. You start, you sh your spiritual walk starts to uh, get hungry yeah. and, and, and starts to get weak. And uh, it's, that's why it's, it's essentially keep those three things like consistent in your life. Uh, if anybody's listening and you mm -hmm. feel low, like just look for those things. Mm -hmm. um, but I think for me, well, for me, going into that, and I've always struggled with, is the problem of evil. Like, I really, like, it's really hard sometimes when you, when you fly in the face of, like, if you, ever, if you ever work with organizations that deal with, like, sex trafficking yeah. or things like that. Oh, yeah. Those were the things that, that um, would kind of spin me out, which, like, it takes a lot of, it takes a lot of uh, understanding, patience, and and knowing that like you're not God and God is God. Yeah. But there is a tendency, at least within me, to look at things as broken as they are yeah. and kind of not not blame God, but go like, dude, like you're gonna let that happen yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah. Which is some real talk. As yep. a Christian, like that's real yeah. talk. And like I like it's it's the free will, like that's the key. But the free will also comes with 
it comes with a bunch of chaos and a bunch of pain, mm-hmm. you know, and, and Jesus is going to wipe away the tears of everyone's eyes in heaven and all the, all that stuff. Um, but when you're hurting and you're suffering, you feel confusion, um, the evil starts to outshine the grace mm-hmm. when you don't, when you're not walking with other believers or reading the Bible or praying, mm-hmm. like it's just easy for, um, the evil to kind of seep in. And I, I remember I would read Ravi Zacharias. I you've, been, you've been on this, this for a while. For a th- Yeah. That every, theme's every, been constant yeah, in my yeah, life. Yeah. Like it's a, it's not, this wasn't I was, nothing new I'm, when you I'm, got there. I'm it just really like, surfaced. Yeah. And I, I really like appreciate Thomas, you know what I mean? Like the, Downing Thomas, yeah. No, yeah, Downing Thomas, because it's like there's there's like a, you know, but that's the flesh, and like yeah. to me, like what I've what I've realized through this whole thing is like I don't get it. I still don't get it. Yeah. But that's what that's why the Holy Spirit is so important because He is able to meet us in the spiritual and show us things that we otherwise can't see. Mm-hmm. And it's like, a, it's like a door being open to peace. You know, like the Bible teaches that, that he gives us the peace that passes understanding. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> without, without the Holy Spirit and the fellowship with, with the Lord and that, like, there's no, I wouldn't be a Christian. I wouldn't believe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, because it's all too... No matter what way you look at it, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. If you don't believe, if you believe that all this happened on its own, it's mm-hmm. so crazy. Mm-hmm. But if you also believe that God made it and that like God is good and yet the world is so chaotic, mm-hmm. like that's really hard to reconcile too. Mm-hmm. But it does, it does become reconciled in the truth of the gospel and like the God redeeming mm-hmm. us through Christ and, and, those things that are hard to reconcile, like the, like why does God allow bad things, is yep. is is in God's justice, and He will bring justice. And there's no better person in all of existence than Jesus, who lived and lived as a human and knows what it's like. You know, like the saying, like you shouldn't judge a man unless you walked a mile in his shoes. And like as you get older, that saying, like it starts to take on new meaning when you, when you go through physical pain and for Christ and what he did for us on the cross, like his mm-hmm. suffering is so valuable to his understanding too in his experience. Not that he lacks understanding, but his experience as a human is yeah. so valuable. And so to me, it's like I have to have the Holy Spirit to believe, to mm-hmm. understand, because otherwise I would just, you know, and that's why it's like and, you and have to know him enough to know to trust him in what you don't. And that's the whole that's the whole thing with Christianity is that's how God proves he's real by believing in what he did on the cross and in the gospel then he sends his holy spirit and he fills you and you encounter him. Right. And that's that's and that's a miracle in itself, just right. to even believe the right. foolishness of the cross, that Jesus Christ right. came on a rescue mission every eternity to die right. on the cross for the sins of the world, right. that he would die and raise from the dead, and by just by believing in him, yeah. you will have that gift of faith, yeah. and he will send the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And that's just, it's, it, that, that's a miracle in itself. Yeah. But then once you get that belief system, and God gives you the Holy Spirit, then that's what Josh is talking about, about how he'll start revealing this, these truths to you yeah. when you start looking at the things of the world. My wife's the same way. She's just like, why, how come all these good people 
are getting cancer? Why are all these good, all these things happening? These human traffic people. Why is all these things, all these good, all these good people that are serving you, and just innocent people? Right. She's she's on that same. And people get rocked, and it's it's hard, you yeah. know. But it's also like, I mean, that's like, that's why. That's what gives everything value, though. That's what's so crazy yeah. is that it's what, part of the spectrum of color. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like you have the dark colors that show, you know what I mean? Like deep emotion. You have light colors that show like bright and hope. And, and it's like the same thing with the, the picture of this experience that's life that, you know, it gets painted with those dark. There's parts of it that are dark. For everyone, no one escapes it. If you've had a free ride so far, like it's coming. Like I hate to break it to you, but it's. Well, do you know what I mean? And and that's what those are the things that are the things that are tough that kind of make things valuable in Christ. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And and make you appreciate it because when you reach the end of your rope and you got nowhere to go, and then you actually call on Jesus' name for sure, for real, yeah. He meets you. Dude. Yeah. Like, and it's like not until you get to that place that it becomes real, you know? And he shows up. He never, he's never late. I know it sounds cliche, but seriously, he never shows up late. It might be at the 11th hour. Right. Uh, but he'll, 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 he'll show up. But those, those storms that you go to, those are the things that make us the, those, those spiritual giants in a sense. They, they bring character mm-hmm. to your life. And um, through those stories, I mean, here we are on a radio show right. talking about this story right. that we're just getting started with um and there's gonna be so many people that are gonna actually relate to this and uh at the end of the story it's gonna bring them hope yeah and and endurance for where they're at right now yeah so well where you were saying like how did you get sidelined so so to speak like i'm sorry i went on that tangent no no it's all good um i i got sidelined pretty easily by being isolated but then also i was trying because I couldn't, because I felt so distant from God, like I started feeling, you know, that absence of the Holy Spirit and yeah. like feeling that absence of that. And so, so wait, there I, was, there was tr- no, there was no prayer, no more reading, no more people hanging out with, uh, what was that called? Um, um, fellowship, fellowship. Yeah. And then the last so one the, was is prayer, fellowship, and isolation and time in the word. Yeah. And isolation, but isolation became the result of Those not three. fellowship. Yeah. Yeah. Not having fellowship. And so being in that place, like I really, I look to a lot of philosophy and, and I tried to, I did, it's so weird too, to talk about it because I just feel like such a turd because before <laughs> I, I had experienced so much of God's grace yeah. and so much of like miracles, you know what I yeah. mean? And seeing things. Um, but when you're in that place and there's confusion and the enemy comes in and you let the enemy in because you kind of like you start agreeing with or you pull from things to try to make sense of it all. Um, you, you kind of give dominion over to the enemy in a way. And all of a sudden, like you start seeing the same power of God, so to speak, in other stuff and working for other people, you know, maybe like in the occultic side of things. And, and it's confusing because a lot of it appears to be light, but it's really actually the enemy himself. And, yep. and, uh, and so it can be easy to try to explain away things that happened to you that were of God when you're not 
feeling near God at all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it, yeah. it, it, it seems so What's stupid. What's the work of the enemy? He likes, he likes to deceive. He that, brings confusion. Yeah. That's like the yeah. thing. Like, dude, it's so crazy. Like when I experience like spiritual warfare and stuff, like it's that confusion just comes mm-hmm. in. Like get, it just makes everything seem more complicated than it has to be. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. it's so, oh, it's so annoying. And that's why it's so important as believers to make sure we're in prayer and like in the word because it makes such a difference. It says, and, what's that one scripture that says, bring all your uh, thoughts captive to right. Christ? Because if not, you yeah. just let it run and you just see what the enemy, you know, you start reading stuff. You don't cap, bring those thoughts to Christ. Right. You're, you know, that's how the enemy gets your mind. Right. It, the enemy just wants your mind. Right. Because, you know, I always use that illustration. Like you could have some crazy gnarly... <laughs> you <laughs> see guy or like a Spartan. Right. You have the strong guy that can like rip people's heads off. Right. But if you get his mind, oh, you got he's him. done. Right. And that's all the enemy. He just right. wants your mind. Yeah. doesn't matter how physically strong you are or any of that. He just wants your mind. Right. Yeah. Cause that's how he can bring you down. Yeah. Easy. Mm-hmm. Cripple you. Cripples you. Exactly. So did you get any, um, so you're reading philosophy books. Did you get any like uh, occult stuff at all reading? Um, not so much, like a little or bit, more age. like through friends and stuff. Yeah. Okay, how'd, like, that, how'd that go down? I said a friend, I had a couple friends, a guy that I was working with was like pretty into like astrology, tarot or? cards, astrology oh, tarot cards. type stuff. And then same with another buddy I was playing music with and stuff. So was he reading tarot cards and stuff to you? All right, Josh, yeah. we're going to be going to break right now for two minutes. For all you guys that are listening, go to the whosoever's app download it it's free it has all the past radio shows you could catch josh's story from uh man four years ago yes get that and much more and then don't forget that we're going to be doing a men's conference at the anaheim convention center it's going to be with uh franklin graham jeff johnson john randall myself and Jack Hibbs and many more. The date is going to be Saturday, November 9th at 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. Come one, come all. Peace. More live with Ryan Race coming up. Is everything all right? Sure. Call now. 1-888-564-6173. Or post your questions using the hashtag LiveRyanReese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Uh, I think I speak for the entire administration when I say whoop de doo now, back to live with Ryan Reese. Don't say we didn't warn you. Loud noises! We do in the physical has an effect on the spiritual world. And when yeah. you say yes to something in the physical and you align your life up to it in the physical, whether it's getting your palm read or, or a tarot card reading or a you know, believing in astrology, like that stuff, it seems harmless, but it's so damaging. And it like, it will put you in danger in the spiritual world and bring confusion and destruction mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. your world, mm-hmm. you know, and you think that, and the reason that you're going to those things is because you're looking for insight and you're looking for insight into the spirit or into mm-hmm. the future. Mm-hmm. And that insight is coming from a place of darkness and say, you know what I mean? And those pla- that, that place of darkness can maybe bring quote good things into your existence, but it's all just a setup to bring you down in the end. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yep. And it's super, it's, it's yep. crazy because it's, you see it everywhere now. Like even when we were kids, like it was there, like Ouija boards and stuff were there, but it always was looked at as like something spooky yes, or like something Not dark. Anymore. And now it's like, it's so, it's so in your face and it's so tangible and palatable for people that are just like innocent, whatever, 
regular families. That movie's called Ouija. That, right. that, the Ouija board spiked in sales when that movie right. came out. Right. It's and like, then all that dominion and darkness went out. It's like, that's the enemy planting seeds. Dude. The, what's that called? The American uh, Horror Story? F- uh, I don't know if you've ever seen a teaser for that. Dude, and there's, there's shows on Disney, cre- too, that are so gnarly. Yeah. Like, I, I was... I don't, we don't have cable at our house, but we, yeah. when I was doing the U.S. Open or mm-hmm. helping out with the U.S. Open, I got to stay in like a super nice hotel right on the beach, which was amazing. Thank you, Vance. But <laughs> I stay in that hotel. I'm like, dude, there was, a, there was a show on there that was so, it was so occultic. Like, and I know it because I've seen it yeah. and I know what they're teaching, but yeah. I'm just like, oh my gosh, it's like hidden in plain sight. Yeah. Yeah, I, there was this one show that uh, came in. They were, we were they were flipping through on Netflix. I think it was called. Uh, oh shit! I don't even know the name of it, but it was some 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 little cartoon. But they had all these witches and stuff in it. Yeah, I can't even think of the name. I'm like, dude, get that thing out of here! Shut yeah. don't. I don't want any of that garbage because it opens doors. It opens doors. Yeah. Any of that. Any of that stuff. If you guys want to know more in depth about opening doors to the to the spirit realm. Look, go to the app and down, look up Stephen Banchez. Oh, yeah. He does a, he's an ex-New Age uh, guru guy that had like 250,000 people visiting his website a day. Uh, he, he has all kinds of stories of, of opening the doorways to all the occult stuff. It yeah. could be from statues yep. to like, like Buddhas. It could be any of that stuff he even says causes confusion just because the Bible says those are idols made to demons. Right. So you have these idols in your house. You might think, oh, because you go to Urban Outfitters, and you're like, oh, they got a little cool Buddha. I'm going to put that in my bedroom. Right. You just allowed a demon into your house. <laughs> Pretty much, dude. Yeah. Because they have they have dominion over that stuff. Yes. And somehow the symbology, like it's connected. It's hard for us to make sense because it's like, okay. <clears throat> The enemy, when he wants to, he wants to use you and lose you, you know, and when you're young and you've got influence and stuff, like he'll, he'll definitely sign you up. But when he's done with you, he's going to leave you in the ditch, yep. you know? No, what, what, dude, <laughs> it's hardcore. There is, just to be clear, listeners, there is power behind all that stuff. There's power in the Ouija boards, the tarot cards, the crystals people are getting into mm-hmm. now. It's just all repackaged. The new age, astrology, re- just just reading astrology and agreeing with it. Right. You open those those that that doorway, you're agreeing with it. Right. Um, pentagrams, all that stuff. There yeah. is power. Yeah. In Ephesians six, it talks about it. Yeah, we you wrestle know? not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world. Mm-hmm. In spiritual wickedness in high places. There it is. And in so high that- places they have high places. They have power. And that's what's crazy is like you bring something into yeah. your physical house and you think like, oh, like this is this is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the spirit, because it's connected to the spirit world, like you, said, like you agree with it. It's in these higher dimensions. Mm-hmm. They have authority and access into your into your world when mm-hmm. you when you line yourself up with the authority of the enemy. You might be going, man, I'm, I'm giving my life to God. I'm walking with them, but I just, I can't, I, I feel confusion. Mm. I don't have peace. There's all these things that are going on. Mm-hmm. Well, I would, I would challenge you. Go in your house, pray to the, pray to the God, say, Holy Jesus, have the Holy Spirit reveal to me what's in my house that shouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. And as you start looking around, like I used to have this sick painting of Jimi Hendrix. It was, it was like a white canvas and it was done in like chalk. Mm-hmm. And it was just, he had the big old afro, but he had a big old joint out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. But dude, I just love Hendrix and the whole vibe. And this thing just looked amazing in my house when I first got saved, right? And I remember just doing the same prayer going, God, whatever doesn't honor you in my house, tell me. And I remember grabbing that, that painting 
and I just took the thing and threw it in the trash. And wow. that cost me a pretty penny to get. But I was like, God, I want you. I want you in my life 100%. I don't want anything to distract me or pull me away. And then you start realizing you have supernatural films in your house. You could have like, you know, uh, Harry Potter films or any of these things. These are all doorways mm-hmm. that you allow this stuff coming, having a Harry Potter one or, mm-hmm. or um, <laughs> as, as funny as that sounds, I, I could tell you real stories <laughs> of those Harry Potter. There was a girl that was in a Harry Potter. She's from Germany, one of our friends. Those, the Harry Potter wand would fly across her house. All the paintings would be thrown off of her, her ceiling. Then her daughter, which is nine years old, they woke up in the middle of the night. She was crying. And she said she saw these huge black shadow of like Harry Potter figures with hoods over their neck inside her room, not letting her out of the door. Like, this stuff's real. Like, there, that, the girl that wrote all that Harry Potter for stuff, or Harry Potter stuff, she, I guess her testimony is that she heard a voice that gave her the whole script of the 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 um the shows right it's all it's all magic right and but it's all packaged you know magic with a K oh yeah I mean you go to you go to Universal Studios now they'll teach you how to do a wand how to cast a spell me and my wife were cruising around there we saw it we're like these people are just showing people how to open the door right and you know if thing if thing someone's in their house and they do the wand thing and a little thing moves it's a demon that moves it well now the doorway is open right to who knows what. Right. So anyway, this is a whole nother show, but, but <laughs> no, um, that's, so, so you, it's good to talk about that stuff yeah, because yeah. people should, and it, it sometimes sounds like a little over the top to people that haven't yeah. experienced anything in the spirit. But when you realize that we're in a war, yeah. that's when, you know, those things really actually should be taken seriously. It's, it's for real. The Bible addresses real. it. What would they say? It was an ax, uh, like a revival came to the city. Mm-hmm. They got all their books their witchcraft books Ran. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And what they do, they put they it together and they burn it. it. Yeah. It's in the Bible. Yeah. Dude, go burn all that stuff. Oh, let me tell you one last little story. So that same German girl. Mm-hmm. So I told her to clean house. Yeah. They cleaned house. She says supernatural stuff was still happening in their house. So I said, yeah. you got to ask God, there has to be something else in your house. Well, she, what she ended up realizing two weeks later after she got rid of all the horror films, because she was she was an atheist, hated God, hated Christians, used to spit on them, throw rocks at them, fight them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, punk rock girl from the 80s, the whole thing. And now all this stuff's happening. So she gets rid of all that stuff, music and everything. Wow. And then she's like, stuff's still happening. I go, there's something still in your house. Yeah. She didn't realize, though, in her house, she had a book that Hitler wrote. Wow. That was passed down from generation to generation, Whoa. from her grandpa to her father to her. Whoa. So she's like, but it's a collector's item. I'm like, dude, Hitler was powered by the devil. Right. Do you know what he did? Right. You know, I go get that book, so crazy. burn it, throw it away. Just this I go, darkness. I would just burn it. Yeah, dude, she got rid of it. Supernatural stuff stopped. Boom. Yeah, that was the final doorway. Right. That's just crazy. Like all those rune symbols and stuff the Nazis used and everything. It's so powerful. It's like ancient you know like druid gods and scandinavian gods oh druid oh from like the uh viking stuff yeah yeah well the druids are more like more like on the english and british isles but okay the scando oh those guys it's all the same stuff it's like it's all witchcraft repackaged if you watch the vikings they used to do a human sacrifice eat mushrooms same with the aztecs and the south americans it's all the same well dude i even read on the 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 nile the the lily on the nile that's that's also where they get dmt from too right remember the egyptians they were onto the afterlife and all that stuff they were eating the dmt and that's where witchcraft even came from was from egypt and it's it's the empowerment i mean that's like that's like the whole Babylon 
You know what I yep, mean? It's, exactly. It's people using the spirit world to gain insight so that they can, you know, it's basically the, it's the, it's in the Bible too. When Jesus was tempted by Satan in the wilderness, like mm-hmm. he said, you know, it's like Satan has things to offer people, you know, and he can, he can sign people up and, and do amazing things to them, write yep. amazing songs, like yep. make amazing movies, do yep. all these things and give you it all. But What's for what end? does it profit a man if he gain the whole world and yet lose his soul? It's yep. like, it's, it's not even worth it. End of the day, it doesn't matter. I mean, right. it does matter, actually. At the end of the day, <laughs> it does matter because it's either you choose life or death, hell right. or heaven. Right. The Bible's clear. That's why it doesn't matter to get rid of stuff like that. Like yeah. that, my, yeah. the, whether it was Mind Comp or whatever book it was, like yeah. that stuff in your house is not good. Unless, of course, you're studying. Like, I, I mean, I have like a Mormon Bible in my house. I'm not a Mormon, but yeah. I have it for reference. For you reference, know yeah. I mean? Like to, stuff like that. But to learn how to. Prayerfully yeah. learning is different than, you know, and I don't want to be like so. I would say yeah. this too on that whole thing. Yes, there's, there's people that want to study certain subjects. Right. Um, but there's also, you got to be careful because make sure you're called listeners, make sure you're called. If you want to study, make sure you're, you're, you're called to this because as you start studying certain things, right. doors, things can start happening. Like I started getting really big into like studying more like dark, like witchcraft and a lot of that stuff. Yeah. And then I found myself going, you know what? I need to spend more time. <laughs> going into the Bible stuff right. then because I want to know a little, I want to know enough of everything. So if I could to combat it, cause there's a lot of people that say they serve Satan or follow Satan and there right. are real people and then there's not. Right. But, um, I definitely like had to pull, I did enough research, but then I kind of pulled back mm-hmm. for a little bit because I didn't want to go too, too far deep. Down cause I didn't like, hole. I don't want supernatural things to start happening in my house. Nah. I mean, you know, you start messing with the devil yeah, he'll say what's up. Yeah, he'll, he'll definitely be popping up for sure. Uh, but I just say that for the listeners. So don't yeah. <laughs> if you're not rooted and grounded, don't start studying some other no. religion because no. he'll be there to deceive you. Right. All right, we got like 16 minutes left. We gotta get oh to the end gosh. of the story. I know. <laughs> okay. We go, we go forever here. Uh, so okay, so here you are. You're reading stuff. Mm-hmm. You're getting um. You're getting deceived. Basically, mm-hmm. now there was a couple, a couple different things that happened. You went to a lunch, and some girl gave you a word. Let's, oh yeah, let's, let's kind of run through that to the end. Okay, well, I quit my job, and then I, I was doing music and art solely there, um, but just enduring winter and all this stuff. And I had a couple part-time things I was pursuing at the time. And I get a call from a buddy of mine in New Zealand that I had done ministry stuff with before. And her name's Melody. She's super rad. And she like she called me and she was like, "Hey, like the Lord told me." you're supposed to come out here and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, and I told her straight up, I was like, I am struggling so hard. Like, I don't know if you could even call me a Christian right now. Like, I don't, like, I have, you know, me and God are not doing good right now. And and I, I was just honest with her because I don't want to, like, go on a ministry trip when in, in yeah. the state I was in. And she was just like, no, like, God told me, like, you're supposed to come. And I was like, all right, well, I'll go. But I'm not, I'll just skate and keep it simple and, like, don't, I'm not going to share anything and like, I'll do art. And she's like, okay, good. Like God, like God told, like she was very clear that like the Lord told her to get me there. So I went and like, it was really cool. And like that whole time, this was actually, this was before, this was after I moved back to California. And so I told her, I was like, I'm moving back to California. I don't know what's going to happen, but you know, if I'm still living there and I don't have anything on my schedule, then we'll make it happen. I'll go out. And so she calls me and she's like, can you still come? And I was like, yeah, I can. And so I went. And so I was in, I was in New Zealand um, 
with Drop Deep and they, you know, they do like festival events and they do like skate park events, like sort of similar to like mm-hmm. the stuff that you do and yeah. stuff with whosoever's. And uh, Drop Deep? The, yeah, Drop Deep is what it's called. They're super cool. And uh, so I ended up doing the whole trip, which was rad. And then we had lunch with this, with this little old lady who was amazing. And she like, we were talking, have this, having this conversation. She just like stops me in the middle of it and says like, have you ever done like tarot cards or like, you know, have you ever been into astrology or anything? And I was just like, yeah, um, of course, like <laughs> whatever. At the time it was just like, yeah. I didn't think it was a big deal. And then, uh, and by the way, when you're walking with God, that's a huge, <laughs> huge deal. deal. So you can see how far you drifted. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah no, that's crazy. I, wasn't, I wasn't in a good place. Yeah. And, uh, and, but I was, I was me. I mean, it wasn't yeah. like, no. I don't know. I don't want to make it sound like I was this rotten human. I just wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't understand why God allowed this stuff to happen. Mm-hmm. And in turn, I just backed away from all of yeah. it. And then, like, some of that other stuff, like, comes yeah. in, and then you're... It's the, it's the confusion. Yeah, and you're it's just like, like, you know what? Like, I'm not... Like, you basically walk around in a place, and you just almost deny the spirit. Do you yeah. know what I mean? The yeah. spiritual world. Like, I just don't... Like, it's so confusing to try to make sense of it all that yeah. I'm just going to not think about it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That was the state yeah. I was in. Like, I was exhausted. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yep. Like, just totally. exhausted. And... And all that exhaustion was keeping me from coming back to God. But I was in a place where I was just like, all right, Lord, like, if you want to rock me, like, let's go. Well, you're in New Zealand now. I was in New Zealand then, yeah. (laughs) So you're still open, yeah. I was still open, but not open to a degree. Yeah. And and so she was just like, I just feel like the Lord is telling me I'm supposed to pray for you. I, I think there's some demonic stuff in your life. And I was just like, you know what? If there is, like, what can it hurt? You know, like, let's pray. Yeah. And so we left the lunch place and went into the car and like, I'm just sitting there with this little old lady and she just starts praying for me. And she like tells me to denounce, you know, tarot cards and denounce astrology and all the stuff in the occult. We went through it and I just denounced it. And I was just like, I just pray against that in Jesus name. I bind it from myself and all the stuff. She had me go through all these mm-hmm. gnarly prayer and it like, and in my heart, I was like, I'm not going to feel anything if I don't feel it. I'm not going to try to like yeah. make this experience something when it's not going to be and in my head and then just out of nowhere it just hit me like the lord just entered that car and just i couldn't even like try to not cry it was like water is just coming out of my eyes you know what i mean yes and i wasn't like crying it just like water was coming out of my eyes like and i remember thinking to myself like what the heck is happening right now (laughs) do you know what i mean yeah and it was so powerful and i just remember feeling so guilty and I said I was just like Lord I'm so sorry you know and then I remember just his peace and him him being there and her just telling me like just receive it and I just remember just receiving that peace and all the things I didn't understand all the things that I had problems with didn't matter anymore Mm -hmm. because of his spirit and it's like if you haven't experienced that you need to get that you know because that all the other stuff isn't going to make sense. It's not promised for it to, like, we, you know, the Bible says, even Paul, who wrote most of the New Testament, said that we see through a mirror and it's like disfigured, so to speak, mm-hmm. like, so to speak. Like, you don't see it 
as it truly is because you're a three-dimensional human being. Mm -hmm. That's a spiritual, a broken spiritual being that God needs to bring restoration to. And, and all, all of the Bible stuff and all the things, when you're not believing, you don't have the spirit, it just, it is nonsense, yeah. you know? Like the cross of Christ is foolishness to those mm -hmm. who are perishing. But those who are being saved, those who do have the encounter with Christ, you're like, it's real. It's like a it's, sweet smell and aroma. When it's so, happening yeah. to you, it's real. Like when it yeah, when it, it happens, when yeah. he comes and and shows up, there's no other power, no other spiritual being that is greater than the Holy Spirit's power in a in a mm -hmm. believer's life in mm -hmm. this physical plane. And when the when And the, you could tangibly <laughs> you people go, Well, I don't I'm a religious. Well, you're not gonna get that in any other religion. You will literally encounter his presence. Right. You it's will like the and that's, and that's how you know <laughs> that's how you know God's real. Yeah. Because you will actually tangibly encounter his presence. And that's what's so tough is because it's like you sit here and talk about it and people that are anti-God or have, you know, what not open to this, it just seems subjective. Yeah. But all the other stuff you're believing or putting in your trust in, it it you know what I mean? Like people that say, like, oh, there's no God and all the stuff. It's just like all the things that we try to piece together, people that don't believe in God, like you're trying to make sense of it when you're putting your faith in that it all happened on its own. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it takes way less faith to actually <laughs> yeah. believe yeah. that God is real yeah. and that he is yeah. the person responsible for our brains yeah. and our eyes and our, yeah. our, our ability to hear and feel and have conversation. and ha You know what I mean? It's like that stuff doesn't happen on its own, and yet it's so easy to fall into it. And I know it firsthand. Yeah. And like, I'm glad that I went through it because I feel like my faith is so much stronger. And I, I have this mm -hmm. new grace that I'm walking in with the Lord. And it's awesome. Mm -hmm. It's great to be in the side of it. But it's, it's, I feel for people that don't know Jesus because it's, where do you go? Yeah. Like now that I'm walking with the Lord and yeah. I feel fear or I feel so crazy, like I go to the Lord and like, there's peace there yeah. and there's joy. Mm -hmm. And there, and it's like, Dude, this life is so, it's so hectic, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, it makes sense that people kill themselves, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. it's so, it's so rotten and without the love and grace of Christ, like, it's just, we got nothing. And I don't know how, I sometimes, like, wonder how people even do it. Yeah. Greater good in that. And we can actually count it all joy. I mean, the Bible tells us to count it all joy when we face various trials. Yep. Not just because of our, our, our character that's being built in us, but to that, um, he's got bigger, greater spiritual things Like he wants to grow us up. And sometimes like some of the other stuff has to fall away. And sometimes he frees us up, you know what I mean? Like things that we're clinging to so tightly, uh, whether it's a career as a skater or, a career, you know what I mean? Whatever it is, um, you, when you cling so tightly that you find your joy, that's your source of joy. Like sometimes he'll strip those things away, take them mm -hmm. away so that you find your joy in him mm -hmm. and then he brings a restoration which is what i'm sort of going through right now you yeah. know what i mean it's like he prunes us sometimes because he wants us to grow and he wants us to bear more fruit and 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 that, with that said i was just thought about this thought about this is that sometimes he wants to strip things out of your life because he has something way bigger better. and better i know i guarantee you because he I always know. wants to keep upgrading you i know and that's like well it's the same thing like if you In upgrade a car you got to strip it down it looks lousy for a little while yep. but then when you put it back together after you've like fixed it up yep. you know and and even more so in the in the context of like a living plant 
you know, when, when its roots get stronger and its, you know, stalks get stronger, it can produce better, you know, and provide more shade and be, you know, a better living, uh, organism or being toward the Lord, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a blessing and a curse because it's mm-hmm. like, you know, it's like no pain, no gain. And any, it's, any yeah. like, but that's in anything yeah, though. It's like that anything, anything that's worth doing is yes. hard. Anything that's worth doing is hard and, and take, and sometimes takes time, man. Like that's like, I feel like lately the thing I've been dealing with is patience because it's like, I want to see fruition. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've got hopes and dreams and I, 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 I'm believing, but it's like, it's hard to wait, yeah. especially as a skater. I know, I know, <laughs> but that's it's I think that, that's the hardest part is just waiting. It's for waiting his perfect patience. timing. I, I had this one quote on my phone. Um, God can get more done in twenty minutes than you can get done in your whole lifetime. I know. <laughs> I just wrote that down because I've heard a study about something like that, and I wrote it down just to, to save it my phone because it's true. It's like we could try so hard to get all the stuff done, but all it takes is him just opening the door and that could just that moment could just shift the whole course of your life oh yeah forever right but it's waiting and that's everyone no one wants to wait because you like right now i even find myself in a situation where i got so much like i have so many ideas of stuff because i've been doing music festivals my whole life and all these other events and i have these ideas that i want to do but right now i'm just like i feel like god's tugging me to start doing those again Mm -hmm. but i had to wait because I have this fire and passion to do it, mm-hmm. but there has to be resources that have to come in. Right. So I'm just waiting for the day that someone goes, hey, Ryan, God's been telling me, you know, uh, show me uh, to come <laughs> yeah. talk to you about doing a music festival or something. Oh, yeah. And then when that happens, I'm going to be like, I already have the whole idea. <laughs> this is the plan. I've been waiting for you. Sick. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, yeah. But that's how it works. Even with, like, and then job. God, and it's crazy because God is like preparing like a multitude of people to receive of that uh-huh, planning, like uh-huh. way on the outskirts uh-huh. of the whole thing, which is so cool. And everyone, the bands and the DJs and the skaters and everyone that's going to be a part of this, that's the other thing too. Like he has to get all them ready for this moment. Yeah. Yeah. So when I give him the call and say, hey, we're going to do a real outreach and this is going to be like everyone that's going to be, there's going to be non-Christians. If we're not marketing to any churches. This is all be mainstream. Come on, let's do this. That's and sick. all their hearts have to be ready to, to, receive. to, to receive, to go, to, yeah. to come in unity. You know? Dude, and the, the way things are now, too, I just feel like people, people, I just encourage people that are listening to just share their faith with their friends and family, you know, yeah. and just and love on people. Because this world is so, it's so crazy and confusing. And like, the, you know, I was just reading this morning, the, you know, it's like, if we do ministry, we do this or that, it's like we can just be clanging symbols yeah. unless we have love, yeah. you know? It's like, I don't know. That's why, like, all these shootings and, like, horrible things that yeah. are happening, like, honestly, that's the result of lack of love in yeah. our society oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and lack of love um, and grace toward people, you know? It's crazy because it, the shooters keep saying things like, I'm so angry or whatever, and it's like, man, how do you combat that with yeah. love, yeah. you know? And... and there's no greater love than the love that Christ gave for us on the yeah. cross, you know, like giving your life for your friends is, is the highest, you know? And, well, uh, dude, thanks for being on the show. I was going to say any last words, but you just 
did that. So perfect. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> All right. I'll uh, be talking to you guys next Saturday night. Don't forget to go to the whosoever's.com or actually download the app. You could uh, get the free radio shows. It's like three, three years of past shows. Uh, we're doing the Kill the Noise High School Tour. Book us. Right now we're booking Hawaii. Uh, where are we going? Um, Colombia, Chile, Ecuador, and um, uh, we're working on Australia, Hong Kong, and then United States as always. And we're really trying to hit California this year. Um, we're, we're number one for the li- most liberal state. So I think we need to really focus on, on hitting California so we could change the, uh, the, the culture. I love you guys, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Peace. This has been Live with Ryan Reese. To connect or find out more about Ryan, click on ryan-reese.com. Check us out next Saturday at 9 p.m. for Live with Ryan Reese.